0: Hi, my name is Show White, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Brutally Delicious.
1: Hey, welcome to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I'm Bruce. Can you say
2: that a little slower? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dude, Chris. I'm still in a
1: trance from the Nero de Marte stuff. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Okay, yeah, you're still tripping. <laughs> Okay, today, we, Go ahead. Who do we have today? Today, we've got an interesting guest, Show White. Now, I had known nothing about him until uh, I spoke with his publicist, did a little research. I mean, some of this stuff is like incredibly well-produced. hmm And yeah. he's worked with some really big names, as you said earlier. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's writing with Grammy Award winners, you know? Pretty crazy. So, yeah. let's go ahead and get I don't, do we call him Show or Mr. White? Or? Let's get him on and we'll ask him. I guess we'll have to ask him. All right, let's get him on the line and see what happens. All right. Hello. 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 Hi, Bruce. How are you? Hey, it's good. I'm Bruce. Hey, my partner, Chris. I'm Me Chris. Chris.
2: How are you? Good. I'm great, man. So before hey, we bo- begin... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Before we start, do we call you Show? It's Show, yeah. Cool. Awesome. So I've got to ask, just because, where did you get that interesting name from?
0: Uh, show comes from my last name, Show Hype, and then it just turned out to be Show. People would call me Show, and then I was like, yeah, well, let me put a W there.
1: And cool. then it wow, nice. just
0: turned out to be Show, yeah.
1: Oh, so nothing deep, and I thought there was like some deep meaning behind it.
0: Well, White, the last name, actually, Show White, is more... Um, um, white. I was looking for a simple simple name, a simple last name, and I was like, well, I'll just go with the color white, and then I spelled it W-H-I-G-H-T because the, um, in the English language, W-I-G-H-T means creature. So it's like white creature.
1: Oh, so nice. Like, so there is yeah, – a. I, I was wrong. There is a uh-huh. a good meaning behind it. Sweet. So again, uh, just, we'll just, get into the question. Just so
2: you know, that's the first time Bruce has ever admitted he's wrong.
1: show that's because i'm usually not wrong but um i don't know if you've listened i don't know if you've listened to these podcast show but these things go down the uh down the wrong path real quickly so hope you're uh
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) okay (laughs) is that yeah yeah you've listened or yeah 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 yeah, you're gonna
0: yeah yeah I'm i'm prepared yeah <laughs>
2: okay. His publicist
1: warned him these
2: guys are right. crazy.
1: <laughs> well, Chris gets out of line. I have to reel him back in quite often, so
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, about to say, I'm about to say a word that Bruce loves. Are you ready? Gojira. I'm ready. Gojira. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
1: are you a metal fan show?
2: I am
0: absolutely a metal fan, of course. So
1: alright remember who's got the controls to the recording of this podcast. Where are you on Gojira? On what? Sorry, on the band Gojira. No, I I'm not familiar
0: with
2: them. Though. See? Oh man! You. Oh, dude, you don't dude. even need to. That's good. When this podcast is over, if you want to have a life changing experience, <laughs> you load up a song called Ouroboros. They're they're a French metal band, and it's like one of the craziest tracks you'll ever hear. In my Ouroboros. opinion. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Yeah.
1: Yeah. or you could just make some coffee and not do that, and you know, look out the birds outside. Be <laughs> or or you could,
2: or we could talk
1: about what you're actually here to talk about, which is your. Right, music. or we could get back to Show White.
0: <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah.
2: <laughs> I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. Really? How is he? So, do you like him? He's all right.
1: <laughs> so, for fans not familiar with Show White, or listeners who are not quite fans yet, can you give us like a two sentence boardroom pitch?
0: Um, I'm very. I'm very, very different when it comes to sound. I, I love to do I love to do a lot of ballads. Yeah, that can can yeah give the give me a soft sound a little bit. But yeah, I love to do hard rock music.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, I do, noticed you, that I was listening you- I was listening to some of your songs there and I noticed that while there is a that real ballad quality to it, um they definitely get heavier and build, you know, especially with songs like Down the Isle and Old and mm-hmm. Grey. Olden Gray is a little bit different too. You got some interesting beats going on.
0: Yeah, Olden Gray was a little bit. I was um it was really it was just starting out with the whole recording thing was 2015, mm-hmm. and and then it went down an interesting path. And everything coming out now it's all going to be. It's all hard rock. It's all full of guitar solos. It's all heavy. Has this um, ACDC kind of sound to it, you know?
2: Okay. Is it more up tempo?
0: It's more up tempo. Yeah. It's all it's all very hard rock, fast hard rock. And I believe we have a track comes out in February.
1: Okay. Oh, cool. So not too long from now. So are you are you taking that new model or the music industry model we releasing in singles, or are you going to put a whole record together and do that? Actually, actually singles, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that seems to be what everybody's doing lately.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the biggest bands aren't releasing albums anymore. Just single here, single there, you know? i i personally like it better I, i'm i'm i kind of come from the time when the shift from album sales to streaming happened i know bruce comes from way before
1: that so yeah i don't you, like it better you don't no i like the whole album experience buying the record sitting there reading the liner notes and listening to it the way the artist you know sequenced mm-hmm. it because that was important back in the day
0: It it is absolutely i mean it it, it's a form an albumism an, is an art an album is a is a story you know that you get to tell from start to finish and and reason a lot of up-and-coming artists are doing singles are they're trying to well how how about this song do you like this song you know and you get right you, you might get discovered with it and you might get discovered or another one and then once you establish this uh this following then you give them like a little bit of uh the taste of a whole story from start to finish a hardcore sure. album
1: you know also i think that people have very very short attention spans these days that's very true everything true. has to be like two minutes or less or they're moving on to the next thing i'm sorry what yeah. were we talking about no I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> 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 well yeah i i kind of i kind of we talked to um I had this conversation before but it's funny because actually my my latest single is is like five minutes plus long mm-hmm. oh, wow. you know but um but yeah but but i i believe it was just a it was a ballad that it, it needed to be that way it needed to be a story so it wasn't planned i, I have the new song coming out it's two minutes and 15 seconds just because because it just needed to be that way you know
2: right when do we get to hear this new song
0: um, I believe it's it's getting mixed right now, so it's almost done, and then we're going to uh,
2: master it with uh,
0: Sony Studios here in L.A. Oh, wow. And, yeah,
2: it's pretty cool. It's called Elf Rock. Elf, so, elf Rock? Elf Rock, yeah. Like ELF or ALF? Uh, ELF,
1: like Elf. Oh, cool. Nice. So, show white, is that... I mean, obviously that's you, but do you have a dedicated band or do you, uh, uh,
0: no, I'm, so I'm a solo artist, but I have the people that record with me are the same people who play live with me or, or a bunch of others. You know, we're all a bunch of, uh, really cool friends that work together and especially my producer, Ian Charlie, who, uh, produced down the aisle and he kind of goes about getting all the musicians for the studio recording for the live, um, shows and all that. Right.
1: So that brings me to the question then. Are you doing
0: all the writing? I am doing all the writing. Wow. All the songwriting, melodies
1: and lyrics, yep. Do you have any professional training at all?
0: Uh really i'm self taught, but I studied um opera when I was young. So vocally
2: vocally that was classically trained. Oh, uh, when that's it comes such to my singing, help. yeah. That's mm-hmm. such a huge help to have classical vocal training, in my opinion that's very true yeah interesting how did you end up studying opera how was it how did you end up doing that as a kid um so
0: i ended up i my parents were originally egyptian and i grew up in los angeles and once they got to do they got a divorce at a very um when i was like around 11 yeah and my mom she was like Well, okay, well you gonna come with me there and once I went there I got picked up in a in a choir in school and I was like, I kinda dig that. I really like that. So I just decided to go to the Cairo Opera House there and I met the the scariest woman you can ever meet if she screams at you. And she will make you hit that note, trust me. And (laughs) (laughs) it was was incredible meeting her
2: at the same time. It was very frightening, but uh, it helped a lot down the line. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is it true that it snowed in Los Angeles? Does it snow in Los Angeles? No. Did it snow? I was seeing news reports that it snowed in LA a few weeks ago or whatever.
0: Uh, Not really. It snows up. Up, if you go like towards Mammoth or like Big Bear, okay. Uh, Big Bear, Bo- Big Bear, mostly they have like uh, a little bit of artificial snow as well, but Mammoth for sure does snow up there. It's kind of where all the LA people go snowboarding or skiing. Gotcha.
2: Oh, I was just curious because I was seeing on the news that it snowed in LA, and I was like, "What the hell? <laughs>
1: How does that even happen? <laughs> Why don't you stop watching?" Um- Fake news and pay attention to the podcast. <laughs> that would be helpful here, Chris. I was like, wait a second, was I sleeping? Yeah, or? <laughs> I thought you know, he's uh, he's off in left field. Somewhere. No, it, it actually did snow, but
2: not right in L.A. My, I, 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 own a software company as well, and the guy that that I work with, he lives, uh, God, he kind of closer to the mountains. He says, I don't know anything about L.A., and he said that they, yeah. got, they got a little snow there. But not. It didn't last. It was just like kind of in the air. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: That's meteorologist Chris Seegers for you.
2: Yeah. Melt- Welcome As to the brutally falls, delicious melts, weather
1: podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are we going to talk about today? Weather. So show. When people listen to your records, is there something you want them to walk away from or take away from after listening to? Them?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it, there's always a story behind it and. And you know, whenever I get, um, you know, a a criticism that like, wow, it's a really cool song, man. Don't you think it's long, whatever. And I'm always, I'm always, there's, there's truly a meaning behind it and there's a guitar solo that I want you to listen to and there's, but like down the aisle, my latest single was, it's actually a wedding song. Ironically, I'm, I never want to get married actually or (laughs) have, yeah, or have anything to do with that. But, um, I had a friend of mine who, uh, so I mean, would it be cool to write like a rock and roll wedding song that um, everybody would play at their wedding, you know, that might be a hit. And I was right. like, yeah, you got a point there. I really like that. And then that's how we went about it, you know, but not, nothing, nothing that I was like emotionally trying to get married or in love or anything right. like that. You know? <laughs>
2: You're like, I just want it's to make a wedding.
0: <laughs> you know where the money is? Yeah.
2: People getting married. Let's write a wedding rock song. Let's write right? a wedding song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey.
2: I I think it worked out okay for Shania Twain, right? Like, right, right. My God.
1: Are are you planning on taking, uh, your production out on the road?
0: Um, not at the moment, but, um, thinking start live probably next summer because I'm going to be, I'm planning on releasing a new single every, every seven weeks, eight weeks, probably.
1: Okay,
2: cool, cool. So, on your Facebook page, it looks like you're working with some pretty high end talent, uh, Grammy nominated people. Um, are you working with them for this record as well?
0: No, this record actually, I'm working with um, a lot of more more on hands like interesting people. Where uh, we actually got to be with them in the studio. So we, we're working at uh, Sony Studios in in LA in Culver City. Yeah which is called the the bakery the bakery is uh, is where they master everything vinyl from vinyl to recordings to every everything you can think of you know and this time I got to go to the studio and see everything getting mastered and go in the vinyl room so it's just it's so much fun and you get to see all these grammy awards on the side and uh, yeah so yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool and then I get to mix with um, With uh, with this guy, super super cool. He mixes for all the um, all the movies in Hollywood and stuff like that. Yeah, and also got to play with a drummer who does stuff for um for movies as well uh, for Hollywood. So it's really cool meeting all these like underground people who who still yet do really professional work. You know?
2: Yeah, no, yeah. It's 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 um working on film is such a different way of working compared to working like for for uh like an album you know, yeah totally and, and film people tend to be quite efficient at their job
0: <laughs> they they are perfectionists yeah tell you that yeah <laughs> which i like a lot
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely when you, when you take the when you do plan the show are you you seem very theatrical is it going to be like a theatrical sort of thing or
0: um yeah you know i'm a, I'm a huge fan of uh, and i'll tell you why i'm a huge fan of ozzy osbourne for for a reason actually is is because i love yet yeah, he can still do that he can still give you that ballad song like here for you or um or you know most of his stuff and yet he can still give you another really really heavy heavy hard right. rock song you know and that, that's really why I'm, I'm a huge fan of him, you know, because because that's it's kind of direction where where I want to go, you know. Mm-hmm. I want I want to be able to write a love song that's uh, that's for everybody, and I want to be able to write a really hard rock song that's not for everybody, you know, it's for more for heavy metal fans, you know. Right?
2: <laughs> Ozzy is one of those guys that's really crossed, you know. Uh, genre? I don't know if genre is the right word, but he's crossed like, you know, like. He goes from like "Bark at the Moon" and "Crazy Train" to like "No More Tears," which is like "No More
0: Tears." Yep, a blend yep. of
2: whatever. And I know Bruce is a big fan of Ozzy.
1: Hell yeah! Hell yeah!
2: What's your favorite record from Ozzy?
1: "Made die of a Madman" without a uh,
2: doubt. I knew you were gonna say that one. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I heard Ozzy, I was like maybe like seven or six, and I heard. Um, I heard Bark at the Moon, and like I just never heard a song like that in my life before. Yeah. Blew my mind. And of course, you know, then then of course, you find out about Black Sabbath and all that stuff later, but.
0: Right. You know, it's really cool. I like uh, Black Rain
1: yes that's a good album album too i agree but for Mm -hmm. me like i remember being a kid i was in high school or something like ninth grade and there was this little tiny independent record store across the street and i walked across the street one day and freaking die of a madman was on the shelf on vinyl and i never heard of it before and i'm like i was just intrigued by the cover and bought it and you know the first few notes of over the mountain shit i was sucked (laughs) right in craziest thing in yeah (laughs) that was it that's awesome. been a metalhead ever since so so I don't know Chris you got anything else before I get to my favorite part I don't know but let's get to your favorite part show I don't know if you've paid attention to the shows but we have a little section where uh we ask ridiculous questions it's called the furious five and we just kind of get your off-the-cuff answers awesome so if you've got a sense of humor and you're ready to play I am ready keep in mind if the questions suck Chris wrote them
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fucking guy!
2: All he does is blame me for everything. Well, listen, you, it's twenty twenty. Aren't
1: we over this bad joke already? No, but show was in the middle of telling you about like how much emotion he pours into his songs, and you said, "Hey, does it snow in California?" <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: you know, it, it does wind, uh, when there are a lot of fires. Yeah, yeah. When, when it's
1: burning then, yeah. Hold on, yeah. Chris can give you the rain <laughs> forecast for the fires. Chris, what's the rain? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Show. I'm ready. Name something you might think twice about getting rid of.
0: Ooh, um, cutting my hair for sure. That is something I would I would think not just okay. twice, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm so jealous name- of people with hair. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. I don't know if Chris has turned his camera off, but he's got zero hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> name a fruit that is used to describe a woman's body part. A uh, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> did you say fruit? I did. Um, peach. Very good. You you took the high road again. Very nice. <laughs> You're our second interview today. Always go on the high road. Uh, name a part of their body a worker might copy on the office copy machine. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, um, his ass.
1: Beautiful. (laughs) All right. And let's, let's go a little, is cereal a soup? Why or why not?
0: Oh, that is interesting. Um, no, 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 it's not, it's not a soup. I don't, uh. I think it's just – uh, I think it looks like a soup, but it's uh, a little sweeter, you know, with, with milk to it. <laughs> Beautiful.
1: It, it <laughs> and, looks like a soup. It acts like it a soup. Up.
0: It is a soup!
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean because the last interview we had, they said it couldn't be a soup because it's cold. But you could get like – don't the Russians have like borscht or something, like cold beet soup? You can have cold soup, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily the uh, you know a, a temperature thing. Here's a question though: <laughs> <You don't laughs> Like soup? Do I like
2: soup? Yeah, I like soup. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! You don't what like soup? What is wrong with you guys? Soup is the most <laughs> useless freaking meal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's soup. I, I believe soup was made when you're sick. You need to. You need to have soup.
1: Or before a performance and you want to loosen up your vocal cords, right?
0: Yeah, stick to tea. Oh,
1: whatever. But you could use, like, go ahead.
2: I remember in Vancouver, right before I left, about a year before I moved to the States, um, there's these people that tried to start, like, a fast food soup chain. I'm going to give you two guesses on
1: how it went. (laughs) it didn't work wait a second so hold on we're gonna bring this back to seinfeld because you always bring it back to seinfeld what about the soup nazi dude it worked for him it's a great episode (laughs) i used to go there did i tell you that story (laughs) i was in the studio as an intern working for paul simon at the hit factory and every day i used to have to go to the soup nazi and get soup that was a real guy that's a fun fact (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Okay, <laughs> sorry. All right. So the last of my five questions, and it's probably real, uh, real pertinent, I guess, in the uh, current events. But what are some fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could settle their differences with?
0: Um, wow, that's an interesting question. Um, how about paintballing? Paintball,
2: Paintball
1: works for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: me too. I prefer paintball monopoly, over New Monopoly works.
1: Right. Monopoly works for me too. Monopoly. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Rock, paper, right? scissors. we all down to play a game of Monopoly.
0: Exactly. Rock, paper, scissors.
1: I think sober. Rock, paper, scissors even works.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: No casualties. Anyway, I don't want to get political. Joe, I appreciate you taking the time. Chris, you have anything else?
2: I don't, man. Thanks for joining us. That was a great interview. Awesome. Thanks so much, Chris and Bruce. I appreciate it. No worries. Hope, uh, we get together soon for the next track. He was a great interview, actually.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really good.
2: Yeah, like he was a nice guy and kind of chilled out. Now it makes more sense because he's doing like a rock record. I was kind of curious,
1: you know, like how it all put together. How, but how, I think how it, it all came out. Yeah. I think it fits. It was a nice interview. He didn't go with melons on the. uh <laughs> <laughs> which is what I would have gone with. It was the first one on my, on my list, but ah. actually, so he picked a up. Num- so I've got these, I don't know if I told you, but I was out at the store one day and I found this like a uh, family feud edition of cards. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, you know, it gives you the top five. So on that he picked pear, right? Oh, he picked peach, right? Yeah. Yeah. So pear was the number one melon is two. apple. How would you describe your girlfriend as an apple? I don't know. I don't know. He picked Peach, and then the last one is Cherry, and I'm not, I don't know. I don't probably want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that I'm a little put off by nobody, by everyone taking the high road, because I'm not a high road kind of guy.
2: Well, you know we're going to get that
1: one interview where they don't. It's coming. I hope so. It's coming, but everybody's like starting off the new year with like these great resolutions. I'm going to... I'm gonna be an upstanding citizen and shit. That doesn't make good for radio.
2: It makes for terrible podcasts. But hey. Yeah,
1: we need where's Riley? We need to get <laughs> Riley back <online>. up.
2: <laughs> Riley will take it down the dumper in a moment. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you were interviewing me, ah, uh, it would be X-rated.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying.
2: But since I'm but the host, since I'm the host, I'm not gonna do that.
1: Right. Not yet, anyway, not until like, somebody
2: opens the floodgate. Since I'm the co-host.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Who the hell? Are you? You're not the host, bitch. <laughs> well, anyway, that was a good one. Thank you for listening. Keep it metal. Keep it metal. Hey, this is Chris
2: Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network.